0: In 2019, a movie came out that shocked the world. It was colorful and disturbing and horrifying and shocking and got everyone talking. It was called The Rise of Skywalker and it sucked. This week we're
1: talking about Midsommar. How so?
0: Good afternoon. (laughs) Good afternoon. I like it. Sometimes you say good morning. I I love changing it up. Welcome, everybody, to How Star Wars Is It? Welcome to How Star Wars Is It. That's our show. I'm Josiah. And
1: I'm Mike, and this is the only podcast.
0: That's right. And on this podcast, we, uh, what do we do? Well, we rate things on a scale of 1 to 10 of not how good or bad they are, but how Star Wars they are. Right. So Star Wars movies, they tend to get higher scores than, say,
1: moving to a new apartment.
0: Yes, or um, you know the pumpkin spice latte. So what we do is we take everything Star Wars, uh, movies, books, TV shows. We put it all into one big pot. We mix that pot up. We get it boiling on the burner. A nice little Star Wars chili. That's a ten out of ten. We compare everything to that. Yeah. Not well, very many parents things have gotten a ten. Too chili. <laughs> we compare things to chili. But this week we're talking about a movie. Which movies are generally easier than concepts? Yeah, they're they're
1: not as far of a leap as something like Love.
0: <laughs> Right, and we actually have a, a special guest and an expert on this film, I mm-hmm. I think, at least according to the, the Blu-ray cover I just saw, absolutely an expert <laughs> on this film.
1: Uh, yes, actor, comedian, media gadfly. You may know him from his many podcasts or appearances on podcasts, but... It is, without a doubt, the thing you most know him for is the one-night-only 2016 staged reading of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog <laughs> for an audience of about 18, <laughs> Stephen Kropa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, that's the only occurrence of my public masturbation
0: that's ever happened. <laughs> mm. I was going to jump in there and say, I maybe even, you might know him even more from his uh, starring role in the remarkably garbage life of Brendan Fraser, the musical yes. mm. uh, at MCL, uh, in which I met Stephen. And uh, honestly, that show uh, had pretty good um, audience attendance. Very well. So that, yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> Well,
1: welcome to the show. Oh,
2: thank you, thank you for having, me. thank you for letting me bully you on Twitter to have me on. This is great. Oh
1: my God, that's that's Absolutely. where. Um, that's
2: where we get all our guests. It's
1: it's yeah, it's where we get anything proactive done for the show. <laughs> it only works in
2: instances like this. It has not worked for any representation or any sort of pilot season stuff for me. So I uh, yeah. I'm just gonna stick with this.
0: You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, it's like the secret, right? You throw it out there in the mm-hmm. world, and then and then maybe you'll get to be on a podcast that is uh, just for fun, <laughs> in which you're not. <laughs> getting paid and everything's just for
2: podcasts just for fun is like a uh, jumbo shrimp, right? It's this oxymoron. It's
0: just we're all doing Yeah, so No, as everyone we need does
1: to. podcasts for the money,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm in it for the this is a very long term investment for me, and it's been you know, uh, five years uh, not of house service, is it? But one of these days,
1: oh. but um, I I was uh, lucky enough to be on your podcast, Overstated, right before you left Chicago yes. and went moved to Los Angeles a couple years ago. Yes,
2: uh, Overstated, which was a blast. Was we a did a Maryland. Pod. We have we still have one episode in the can that'll get real. I was like planning on releasing as like the first episode of the second season, uh, but then uh, the world uh, <laughs> turned. Uh, the quote, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, the world turns upside down. <laughs> and I wasn't Dang. in the room where it happened anymore.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> Dear Theodosia, we sure love those references here. Now, s- now, have you done Texas yet, Unoverstated? Because I don't believe
2: um, we've done Texas yet. Now okay, that,
0: well, just, uh, you know, whenever whenever that second season comes back, just jot me down for the Texas app. Talk about uh, bullying. 100%. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and bully you right now in a very public setting. Please. Th- that is fine. Uh, yes, I will. Once that
2: comes back. But uh, we're not here to talk about One of these we're times. not here to talk about defunct hiatist
0: podcast. Oh, <laughs> right and now. believe me, we could all day. Oh, with me? Absolutely. But that's, <laughs> that's
1: right. We are here today to talk about, and I'm going to go ahead and let, just because he's proven his um, uh, 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 expertise on the film, mm-hmm. showing us his director's cut A24 special edition uh, Blu-ray. How do you pronounce this freaking movie? <laughs> uh,
2: I say Midsommar. Okay. But Midsommar. that uh, could just be my uh, Jersey Shore Accent coming in. Yes, where things come in chewy. So, midsummer. Yes, it's not midsummer. Don't take (laughs) that.
1: I've heard it many different ways. I I I, I like midsummer. I I like like saying it's like my
2: favorite movie that's come out recently. Yes. Now, this
1: is great. This okay, is great. we got to get into this because I also <laughs> quite, uh, uh, I, was, I was quite taken by it. I don't know if yeah. enjoyed was the right word because it was very upsetting, but like I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I want more movies like that. Yes, you know, like sure. when I saw um, What's His Face, who did The Witch and um, The Lighthouse. Those it are figures. movies that it's like okay, I'm gonna think about that every day until I see it again. <laughs>
2: now, those are other those are yeah, two so- other two movies that I love. I love those two guys. I love um and Ari Aster who did this, who also directed right. Hereditary. Now, I like this yes. more than I like Hereditary.
0: I need to see Hereditary I know, because so I, I. <laughs> uh, just just ripped the band-aid off. I thought this movie was dumb and I didn't like it. And uh, it was interesting because <laughs> when we reached out to Stephen, or when we were talking about what topics we could do, Stephen like, brought up a bunch. And neither Mike or I had seen Mid- Midsommar, so we were like, yeah, we'll watch it. I had been meaning yeah. to watch it because a lot of my friends liked it, heard a lot of buzz about it back when it came out. So I watched it with my girlfriend the other night. And, um, right. Step one, yeah, right us- there, mistake mistake. <laughs> well, it was interesting cuz normally cuz she sometimes doesn't like movies that I think are great and I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" And then like she didn't like It Follows and I thought It Follows was really interesting and cool. Um and then like and, and she, we neither of us do a lot of like horror movies in general. And Mids- Midsommer is not super y after seeing it, I thought it was going to be a lot scarier than it was. But from everything that you just said, are you a, a, a horror movie buff in general? Huge it sounds like you huge are.
2: horror movie buff. I have I can get up and show you my I have a John Carpenter dad hat. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. I since quarantine has started. My I have two friends my my friends uh, Mike and Jess. We've been doing horror movie Mondays. Uh, fun. So oh, we nice. we watch a horror movie every Monday together, uh, which is fun.
0: Um, yeah, you know, you so tell you what, you just turn on CNN every Monday. <laughs> oh man, uh, am I right? Oh. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I love horror movies. I don't, um, yeah, I just like being spooked. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the same, it's kind of the same thing like going to a comedy. I love, I miss seeing horror movies in theaters where you kind of have everybody yelling e- with each other and like, right. one of my favorite theater experiences is seeing Insidious and the woman next to me and I who were not together and came with different mm-hmm. parties, latched onto each other for the entirety of the film. <laughs> uh, I get, I'm very jumpy. And I'm very gullible, and so all those things just lead into a, a great horror movie audience member, I
0: believe. And you and that woman are married we're now. Married is that right? now, we just wow. Uh, Gideon is seven, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. That's so <laughs> odd. beautiful. Uh, no, I, 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 so I've been experiencing something recently that I, I, and we've talked about this on the show before. Is Mike and I are scaredy boys that we're afraid of a lot of movies. And yeah, and every so- time
1: you say that, I also always say, yeah, kind of. I'm more just like less interested. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you, I was gonna, I was just going to say like
0: you you less than me for a yeah. long time. I was just like I'm not going to watch any scary movies. I'm too afraid. And there's something that's happened over the course of, like the last two years where every scary movie I've watched, I've been like that wasn't that wasn't very scary. Mm. Like I have not been afraid frightened by any of the so called scary movies that I've watched. And so I'm like, did I did did I change? Or have they never been scary? And yeah, I just why thought aren't they were because I was a Why aren't you
2: addressing your own inside feelings? Why can't you connect with your emotions? <laughs> like That's what I'm worried like. about. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I'm
0: like, is something wrong with me? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you.
2: The, when I first saw this in theaters, I, I don't think you can beat
0: that. Um, yeah, this this seems like it would have been really
2: cool. Because to experience it, well, it wasn't extreme. It wasn't that packed. It was. It was packed. There's a scene, and we're, I'm assuming we're going to jump around the, the film, but there's a scene, yeah. and yeah. also spoilers, so don't, but you should watch this movie. Uh, there's a scene where they go, what's that building? And mm-hmm. uh, one of the Harga members says, oh, that's the sacred temple. We don't talk about that. Yeah. And that is the moment where uh, a 3.8 earthquake hit while I was in the movie theater. Oh. <laughs> so the chairs start shaking, and I go, this movie is so affecting. And I didn't know. It was my first earthquake. I didn't know what was happening. I was really it was like so, wow. And people left. Somebody yelled, it's the big one. And there was one other guy in the back row with me, um, and he didn't get up. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to follow. We stick together. I guess I'm going to follow this guy. The movie went off for a little bit, came back on, and we were all fine. And... Uh, i don't know it's just this this could have been this could have been the last movie i ever
0: saw (laughs) it actually it was the big one and the twist is is that this is the afterlife and midsummer was the yeah Yeah, you're dead welcome to the afterlife oh wow i i um
1: similarly i i i feel like also josiah you and i when we did scream and we've done a couple other scary movies and i think we've both realized and maybe i i don't mean to speak for you but like Hey, wait a minute. Maybe we do want to become horror movie fans. Yes, like we we talked about doing like the sort of the Lauren Lapkus Nicole Byer newcomers model with just like horror, (laughs) and and the little bits that I have seen. You know, like I've seen one of the I've seen the first Halloween. Of course, I've seen Halloween three season of the witch. um, Right, classic. But uh, I've I've only seen a handful here and there. And like I I did finally you know one day when I was working on an art project, I was like, I gotta just at some point watch Scream 2. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, maybe, maybe I'll get into horror movies and that'll be my 2021. Even though, of course, now we're already in February <laughs> and I've watched one horror movie, but like yeah. maybe...
0: <laughs> We're making good progress. No, I, I feel the same. I loved, I watched The Thing for this show, and I loved right. The Thing. Oh, I really best. loved every, I've seen Scream 1, 2, and 3 now, and I thought they were all great. And those scream are like, 4, you know, Scream
2: 4 is the second best Scream.
0: I hear that it's really good, and I need to watch it. Um, But yeah, and like, I know those are sort of horror adjacent, and that they are very meta. and kind Those of are have great, some, I would
2: say, for both of you as like horror newbies to mm-hmm. go yeah. into, because you like movie,
0: you, you like film, or whatever. Those are yeah. great, like kind of gateways in um, That's what I was kind of feeling, and so then th- that led me to some more of the ones that I was like, "I've heard these are good." Like it follows in Midsummer. Like whenever you brought it up, I was like, "Yeah, I finally want. To- I finally got to see this." And l- let me say, I-, I-, I I'm being a little glib when I said I thought it was dumb. I I think it it's is very funnier likely to
1: have a strong opinion. It is. F- it's yeah. true. It's very. I will go toe to toe with you, and I will convince you <laughs> that you're oh, wrong. Abso- and listen, and I have
0: absolutely no interest. <laughs> okay, in, first scene. Uh, it's the tapestry. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I- I, it's highly likely that I just didn't get it. Um, and I am totally okay with that because I will say that this movie is like expertly crafted. Like cinematography, uh, tone, pacing, atmosphere, acting, everything is very yeah. much a part of the package. And it feels everything fits in and feels very like a piece of the whole to me. Totally. Um, I only and took I think- like
1: six notes, and half of them were about the cinematography. Like gorgeous, the the shot that follows the car and then it goes up and over the car and then it's upside down Mm -hmm. as it's like shooting the front of the car. I was like, uh oh, we in it now.
0: (laughs) That gave me that gave me legit vertigo. I was like, ah, (laughs) uh, this is what we're doing. Okay, I uh,
2: I from minute one, this movie had me because you have this cool the cool tapestry in the beginning and every trailer or whatever would was. In the daylight and like sunny, and you're like, this is crazy. This you don't see horror movies during the day at all. Right. And then, as moment the tapestry raises and it's snowing and it's winter, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm hold on board on. already. I'm already yes. on board. I love the score, Fire Temple theme, all day. The i listen to that all the day. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah. What do you want? How do we do that? How do we? Because I could just, yeah, so, I can, so You could just hear me for an hour going. It's just so. Oh, it's, it's just, just and good. like, well here you know. Wow.
0: <laughs> and then when maybe she, I'll. Oh, Maybe I'll bring up some of the things that yeah, I did like. Yeah, I'm actually like, interested you in can,
1: that too. Like, I want yeah, to use like
0: <laughs> contrarian. Yeah, points and here's or the not like it points. <laughs> once again, like I, I am not someone who has any interest in converting anybody to my idea of whether a movie is good or bad or not. Like, case in point, Rise of Skywalker. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan who who liked Rise of Skywalker, I am envious of you, and I am not going to try to change your mind. Yeah, right. Because I thought it was very bad. So, <laughs> with with Midsummer. I like I said, expertly crafted, everything was fantastically done. I did not believe it ever because the characters acted so foolishly to me. The, the, the American, specifically the outsiders who weren't part of the commune, they acted so, uh, like unbelievably to me. Like, from the first time that they saw the, uh, like, once again, spoilers for literally everything. When they see the ritual suicide where the two elders jump off the cliff, I was like, there's no fucking way anybody from the United States of America would see that and go, yeah, no, I'll stay for the rest of this. Like every single one of them would have who would have absolutely left. And then when it got worse from there and crazier shits kept happening, I was like, I and then. It's addressed fairly early on that, like, even if they had tried to leave, they would have been kept from leaving and killed anyway. But the fact that – I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief in horror in general because people are going to be making bad decisions. Turn on the lights. <laughs> but, yes, right? You need right? to
2: do that. And then also this past year, I mean, if anything proved, maybe people in horror movies are smarter than we're giving them credit for because yes. – Yeah, so. There's
1: only one knowable danger right now, and it's leaving your house, and there's fucking people everywhere. (laughs) We could have
2: all worn a small piece of cloth on our face for two weeks and been done but no we won't do that so literally no, right. it's changed how I watch horror movies as well because I go these people are pretty smart by uh, splitting up because they can cover more ground that way <laughs>
1: That's
2: true. That's true.
1: well okay so they do at least though seed the idea that a first of all the British people are completely appalled by that and right. then the Obviously, our main protagonist Danny is like completely distraught, and then the other <laughs> boys—one slept through it, and the other two are like anthropology nerds, and they're like, "Oh, a culture has a different thing," you know, like they seeded yeah. right. their distrust you know, like, of the situation or their interest, yes.
2: even like those, especially yeah. for them. I mean, and you have Danny, uh, Florence Pooh, who I, who did this and Little Women in uh-huh.
1: 2019,
0: both two of my favorite just movies, a actually. landmark year it's for just her, so good. <laughs> And and I w- once again, I think the acting of this was was pretty good. I thought she was incredible. I found like the dudes to be kind of lackluster, but they're also kind of supposed to be lackluster. So I was like, eh, okay. But she was great. I thought she was wonderful. She's great, but she's getting gaslit by Christian uh, yes.
2: Jack Rayner, uh, and uh, and then also being swept into a cult. So like both ends. Kind of? Yeah. Yes. And also on psychedelics. So, like, she doesn't really have a chance to react a way that you would want someone to react to. Right. And even then, I think she does a pretty good job.
1: And she even also has, like, her own vulnerabilities and, like, less to lose by being gaslit and, and, you know, welcomed into a cult that, like, she's she's the only one seemingly fighting those things, but she also... um, it, it seems like the sort of like killing joke thing of like, you just need like one bad day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's absolutely like, a better
0: Joker movie than well, <laughs> what we got. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I, I had a friend who really enjoyed this movie, Taylor Walters Chapman, who you guys might know. Um, mm-hmm. But so I was talking with her about it afterwards and um, she loves it too. Like one of her favorite, her, like her favorite thriller and so so i i think i understand some of the themes and like what was trying to get across because absolutely danny was being gaslit and being like manipulated by the men in her life and she gets to gets to experience this cult in which she is like sort of like kind of radically accepted and not necessarily in in a good way sometimes the uh What's his face? Uh, I'm gonna.
2: I should have. I should know all their names. They're my best friends. Um, uh, Pele. <laughs> Pele his name is Pele. Yeah. The joy in Pele's eyes when he hears that she's coming. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he's just like, this is easy prey, essentially, or like right. this is like yeah. the easiest sell i will ever have, because she needs a she needs a found family, and that's what yeah. you know. That's one of the biggest selling points um, for a group like
0: this. And that 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 leads me into another thing I I d- didn't like because I think the theme of that sort of her cause it's about Danny's journey, right? And it's about her finding the getting away from the manipulation in her life and the, the gas in her life to to find a family where she can feel her feelings and be like seen. That sort of theme, if if you want to call it that, I feel like is undercut by the fact that she was manipulated into going by Pele, who essentially just wanted her to go so he could have someone to in the cult that he can like have sex with that and have a child that's not inbred. No, 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 absolutely, that's That's not it at all. He starts seducing her as soon as they get there. Right, but that's fine. But he doesn't.
2: He. It's not like we see him at dinner and go, hey, hey, Christian, you should invite. Danny along. He doesn't see that at all. That's he's true. just bringing dudes with him to because they need people. Uh, because, as far as because he's it's not the fathers, it's 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 the women of Harga that would give birth. So it's not they would never have an outsider um, do that is what we're seeing. We have to go by the text that we're seeing. Right. Uh, so it's not established at all that that was his motivation.
0: But I, I think that once she is coming, that he sees it as a happy thing of like, oh, nice out outside blood where I I can, we can be together. Cause as soon as, as soon as he finds out he's coming, he starts putting the moves on her and being like, Christian sucks. Don't listen to Christian, which is like true. Christian does suck. Her boyfriend does suck. Yeah. But he's also doing the nice guy thing of like, oh, I'm here for you. I'll, I'll, I'm here for you. My cult is here for you. Yeah. We kill people, but like, come on, we'll support you again.
2: I think it's I think you're, Missing the moments of he goes to Christian reminds Christian that it's her birthday. It's he her does birthday all these things. Yes.
0: He's doing the he's nice doing guy the- bullshit where he's like playing playing both <laughs> sides and he's he's just he's just as shitty I think, in a different way as the rest of the guys. Ultimately,
2: it is about that status at the end where he gets the the Laurel crown where she's the May Queen and I forget what title he gets, where he gets that. Because that goes down in history. Because this is one of the years where all these, all these, you know, things are yeah. coalescing together. Right. So he gets to have the status now inside of the family or the commune or whatever or the cult or whatever we want to call it, uh, because he's brought the most people. He got the most victims. He brought the May Queen and his May, and the May Queen that he brought. She picked one of she picked the bear guy for right. him. Like they didn't even have to lose anybody. He like he's Jordan. You know he's got three rings on. He's got this. This is like come on. He's the yeah. number one Harga guy.
1: He's the
0: goat Harga. Yeah. That the so y- yes. I, I th- that brings me to another thing that was confusing, and then I think I understand the 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 logistics of so every ninety years they kill nine people, right? Oh yeah,
1: the the that was also something I wanted to like break down the timeline of because yeah. it would it would seem as though they have this festival every year. Every or, this or festival or somewhat, every year, right? But and what do the portions like every, of it are only every ninety years? Right.
2: The big this is like the big, this is like and so bicentennial
1: the setting the 90 yellow 90 triangle year, on fire, and that's, and right. that's years. the
0: only yeah. that's the only time when sacrifice, when human sacrifice happens, or do nine people get killed every summer? I don't know if it's nine people every summer. I know the old people The old people do die. die. They die every okay, summer. Okay, so that, that leads me to the second the second thing of, of how this was unbelievable to me, because <laughs> Sweden is not an unexplored country. And it, it is a place in which a lot of people live. And if Americans are getting invited to a small airport in Sweden and then disappearing every year, then, like, I think well, it's not necessarily inter-
2: Americans every year because right, we don't sure. know where anybody, they go on there. right,
0: anybody. Because if the FBI sees, huh, these people disappeared, let me go look. And and uh, this oh, they went to this airport in Sweden, they disappeared, and then they're like, wait, oh, uh, the, U- the UK police, you guys also had some people disappear in the same airport last year. Well, I'll counter
2: huh. this with uh, Texas is entirely discovered, and uh, if a chainsaw massacre was happening, uh. <laughs> You think somebody would talk about it, but no, it keeps happening over and over again. And if like the hills have eyes, I think somebody That's would note a... that out. But no, they haven't done that. And if the <laughs> devils rejected someone, I think we would have heard about that.
1: I well, what's also fun. bombs can't fall in space. There's no gravity. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to I, bring think, up Star Wars, I hate to bring up right, Star Wars on right. the show, but like,
0: <laughs> no, and you're right, because once again, like, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit for horror, and it was very hard for me to do that in this setting, because also I was like, if this is a Thing that happens every year and these guys who are anthropologists don't know about it and this is an entirely undiscovered and unresearched when their own people are going into the world to go to college and we don't know anything well, about fringe, like
2: it's a fringe group okay so it's not like this is like and i don't believe they live there all year round this is like their little retreat sure,
0: or whatever. Sure, mm-hmm. so i bet you know those... i mean we know about mormons and freaking i mean there's there's more mormons than there are the the commune <laughs> but like you know right but know if about... there were super mormons or you know whatever <laughs> that's they true we go, might not don't know about about the super right. mormons <laughs> we well, don't know right but if it's you think about really like into, any yeah. think
2: about any orthodox group or anything yeah. like it's like that. true how little yeah and i think how we know I'm, and how I'm gonna they are.
1: say that that they only are sacrificing nine people many of which were outsiders once every 90 years so yeah, that's like, kind of that was the my taking take, of the Americans and the couple of British people. Like, like if if you're suggesting like, how does like the, the FBI or whoever else not get involved every year? It's because it's not every year. I think that one piece was probably that big pieces
2: is, is yeah every ninety years yeah. Now they might bring one or two people, um, just to kind of pad the pad the pad the score a little bit. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, <laughs> but. No, that's not the other. Yeah. The the only other. Th- I mean, there's a couple other things I might say. I don't know. I'm not gonna say the only other thing I'll say. <laughs> but the I felt like I felt like there was a twist I was waiting for that never came. Oh, perfect. Which which it might have been the point. Uh, because I was like, okay, she's the May Queen. Oh, oh, there's only five minutes of the movie left. Oh, oh, okay, all right. She's just part of the cult now. Okay, cool. And she killed her boyfriend. Cool. This movie I guess? and
2: The Graduate have the same ending. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. It does. Absolutely. The rapture
2: she has when she, and they're all expressing themselves and they're all, they're all expelling, you know, screaming, right. and they're doing their ultimate, ultimate release. And then you just watch that smile. It's like the top in Inception, too. You just watch it to
0: go a little bit off. Just a and little And you're like, uh oh, she knows what she did, but now she, now you're too far in. Yeah. You know, right. now you've committed. Yes. You know, one of the, one of the things I wrote down was sunk cost fallacy. Cause I feel like <laughs> every single character in this movie is experiencing that. They're like, well, we're already here. Yeah. It's already been two days. We <laughs> might as well stay three days. It's like, no, just stop. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like, it was hard for me to understand what the point or theme was at the end. Cause I was like, okay, all the guys were shitty, but then they all got killed rather violently for just being kind of like mildly shitty and also, her boyfriend was forced into a sexual ritual in which he was drugged and kind of didn't have agency. And then she saw that, and be and because of that, he gets burned alive. And I don't air. think
2: he. Does, I don't think she does it because of that. I, don't I know think it's, that's, it's not necessarily yeah.
0: why she does, but like normally, you know, in horror, you see characters do something stupid, and then they pay the price by getting killed by the killer or whatever. I, in this, it's like. No matter what you do, this cult was going to kill you Yeah, because because the first two people that are like, this is fucked up. We're just going to leave. They're like, no, we're going to kill you. And then it's like, so it, it almost was to me. I was like, why did we have to see them disrespecting the culture or doing weird things if they were all going to die anyway? I don't know. It It felt very muddy to me by the end. Mm. And once again, I am absolutely okay with just <laughs> I don't think I understood it yeah, I right say, I
1: think it's it's a little clearer because she um th- these guys are so shitty to her the whole time she had such a like awful trauma everything kind of coalesces there's there's like there's like three or four spinning plates happening all at once to her own psyche like I think part of why she chose her boyfriend to be sacrificed as opposed to the other guy is like but these people are all nice to me. Why would I break. kill one of them? <laughs> you know,
2: it's, it's the one I think everything is so in your face about it. And it is hard to kind of keep track because it isn't, uh, you know, something going bump in the night. This is all happening yeah. in the stark light of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have just this overwhelming grief over everything. And you have this American sensibility of bury it. Don't talk about it. I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. And I'm going to be, I'm going to do either pretend to care about your feelings or I want you to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it from the guys. And you have Danny just overwhelmed with it and not knowing what to do because she also apologizes for having feelings, which is just so, 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 so. like, honestly, if nothing happened, if no one died and they went on this trip and just continued having this relationship uh, strife, that would have been a scary movie too, because you're watching this (laughs) like, I think anyone who's been in like any sort of long-term relationship at some point in this movie goes oh I've been Danny oh I've been Christian oh man I need to reconcile with that for myself yeah, At least I, I mean, had that experience
1: I, I've heard Aster refer to this movie multiple in multiple interviews as a breakup movie yeah, yeah. like more than anything else <laughs> yeah
0: uh, the- I, I also don't and, and Steve I'll be interested to see what you think because I didn't find this that scary like I said at the top like it wasn't very scary to me. There were like disturbing images occasionally, with like the with the deaths and the 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 occasional dismemberments and and you know nasty body horror kind of stuff. But I wasn't very aff- like I was never scared. There's not very many jump scares. Like there's just kind of some Ugh. like there's a sense of like Ugh, throughout. Yeah. But it wasn't very scary. Do you think that was intentional too, or I do? I think that did was intention- you find it scary? I didn't find
2: it scary. Um, I did find it uh, totally rad. Uh, I did find <laughs>
0: it that was sweet as hell. I thought it was sweet as hell. Sweet as hell. Uh, so then that hammer hits that guy's head. I just that couldn't stop doing the hang
1: gesture after that movie. was <laughs> <Yeah. over. laughs> Just like <laughs>
2: I do love uh, that stuff. I love practical effects. I love goop. Um, yeah. Literally anytime stuff like that happens, so that stuff always makes me like you know cringe and go. Boy, yeah, kind boy. of also laugh and cheer. Uh, uh-huh. There are little scares, like there's moments when she is uh, getting high, and there's like things that are appearing. And as you watch, and I've watched this uh, according to my letterbox. I've watched this six times uh, <laughs> in the past uh, year because I haven't gotten into this year yet. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, there's little moments of like maybe of her mother appearing, and like her father appears at the yeah. end, and all these things, like those little things of like, <gasps> oh my god, you know, like that kind of puts yeah. fear into you because you're like she's just getting. Drag deeper and deeper into this, Um, and not to mention Star Wars, but you did say practical effects. Yes. (laughs) So, well, I do have my one star. One, I have a Star Wars connection to this, uh, which is pretty fun. I don't know when we want to talk about that. Uh, Whenever. Yeah.
1: No. Hit us with it. (laughs) We've got about like six minutes before this Zoom expires, so let's let's hear it. (laughs)
2: Uh, Is uh, Jack Rayner Christian? He was one my choice. For young Han Solo in Solo oh. Star Wars story, but he was also rumored, he was also offered, or or at least auditioned for it, uh, and uh, I still contend that he would have been great.
1: You oh. know, you know what was a thankless job <laughs> playing Han Solo. That's true. Yeah.
2: No, thousand percent. should it have
0: Harrison Ford. No. He hated it. <laughs> uh, no.
1: I just before we c- get into maybe one or two other quick Star Wars things, I uh, so to back up just a little bit. Caitlin and I, my fiance and I watched the first season of Search Party together a few months ago. And then she didn't really care to keep going because like the, the kind of like tenseness toward the end. And then I kept watching it. Um, and then periodically I would just catch her up With what was going on on the show Like I would just tell her And she really liked that Like oh it's nice to not have to watch it I, Like you telling me is, is nice And then so after this movie I was like oh my god I just like gotta tell you about this movie She was like okay And so I just like told her the whole movie From start to finish In fact I told her a part of it And then we had to take a break Because I was like this is exhausting <laughs> But uh, she said at one point like that that sounds really scary, but also it sounds funny. Like what you're yes! describing sounds kind of funny. Which, like, going back to something you said very early on, Stephen was like, l- l- seeing live comedy and seeing horror movies in a live setting. It mm-hmm. they are they are tickling a bit of like the same bone, you know, like. Yeah.
2: He, uh, Hereditary has funny moments in it too, and like bleak, dark humor in in it here. But this one has like specific like, and we're all comedy people, has specific written jokes in it. Like Will right. po- uh, Will Palter, Palter, I don't know how uh, to eyebrow boy. Uh, yes, he, uh-huh. he he's uh, fucking vaping the whole time. Vaping the hilarious. whole time, hilarious. That was so good funny. enough for me. <laughs> yeah, he he's like I just was. He takes a piss on a on a oh, yeah. uh, on a sacred log. Oh, the We're the log, Millers guy. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That's how I kept describing everybody. I was like, okay, so the Swedish guy who was their <laughs> friend in America, and then and Florence then the and her place. boyfriend <laughs> right. went here, and then Cheedy and the We're the Millers guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, this one. It the was former funny. captain this... of the Dawn Treader.
0: Uh, <laughs> this one <laughs> reminded me a lot of uh, the. Wait, was the, wait who was in who was in Chronicles of Narnia?
2: Will Point Will uh, whatever his last name is Walter, Walter. The we're the, the Millers right? guy. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: I wrote the note of was this the guy from Bandersnatch? But it's not. <laughs> they was? just both have the same eyebrows. No, he was in it.
2: He was in was it. Was he? He was the boss in it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is
0: making a shocked
2: face. Wait, hold on. So when Bandersnatch kid who's from Dunkirk goes to like visit his boss? Oh. He is the boss. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, wow. Mike, that is very weird. Because <laughs> I was thinking of the sort of the Bandersnatch guy that like, he's yeah. like, gets hey, Bandersnatch. you're in the Bandersnatch. <laughs>
0: yeah. British yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. We yeah. know what we're talking about. <laughs> Mike, going off your story about Caitlin, I did see her Instagram story in which she said Mike is watching Midsommar in the other room and occasionally just going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and that, I oh, am boy. too afraid. The people and jumping I off the cliff and this seeing was,
1: like her hit face first. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> she, I, I she messaged him was the like other I guy to messed watch it up. too
0: <laughs> It's true he did a bad job uh, <laughs> Although I did I did something similar with I, I started watching Haunting of Hill House Like this, ha- this last Halloween Because I heard it was really good And then the first episode was, was really good And it wasn't like It, it freaked me out a little bit Because it was like you know Ghost stuff is a little scary or whatever But then I was just like I don't want to watch ten episodes of a TV show, so I just read the Wikipedia like plot <laughs> synopsis because I was like, I am intrigued. I do want to know what happens. I'm someone who is
2: all about like if you, spoilers shouldn't. If a spoiler ruins the movie or the show or whatever, then it, then the show wasn't written well or whatever. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. if you care about For like sure. I care about that stuff, so I obviously I'm not gonna watch. Uh, I'm not going to read deep, in-depth stuff about WandaVision or whatever that's coming out. But I'll watch tra- – I have friends who will avoid trailers. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, no, a trailer is an entirely different thing uh, cut. Yeah. Um, But uh, I'll tell you about more relationship stuff. So this in theaters. Yeah, uh, you yes. want to point – I like to sit in the back uh, – because I was at a new theater too, I just moved out here. I didn't know where the best place to sit was. It wasn't like Chicago AMC River East where I knew exactly where I wanted to sit in every single theater. Uh-huh. Uh, so I sat in the back, and I just got to see like all the couples come in together, and I got to watch also throughout as the movie continued. You know, girlfriends <laughs> leaning over and hitting their boyfriends because they were like, "That's what you do," or like, you know, Oh or like, god. or at the end of the at the end of it, going. I heard this woman go to her partner, just go. And you see why he was wrong, right? <laughs> like, just like...
0: <laughs> God. And
2: those moments were so... Sustain- like, again, he, Ari Aster says he wants to write a comedy, um, like a relationship comedy next after this. And, yeah. Uh, and more than, like, wanting to hold a lightsaber in, in film and more than, like, wanting to ride a horse like and, and be Mr. Darcy or whatever my dreams would be, I want to be in his next comedy because I just think <laughs> it would be nothing... Like anyone can expect, it's insane. Yeah. yeah, it's just so.
0: I feel like I feel like that would be the it would be the reverse Jordan Peele, where it would probably be a very good comedy coming from a horror yeah. director, because it's yeah, like yeah, because right. like, they've talked he's talked about so many times like those those techniques are so similar, and and like we said earlier, this movie is f- like funny sometimes, and I feel like if it was a few ticks to the left, this movie would have been. It could have been a comedy. Well, like if it was just slightly a few, I would have been like, "This is mm-hmm. fucking funny." Everyone's dying out here. It's well, that's great.
2: the Sam. That's the Sam Raimi effect. Uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. watch any of his horror films? You watch Evil Dead, uh, or you watch Spider Man Sp- Two, Spider Man Two. Well, Spider Man <laughs> Two, you know, has great horror. Doc Ock has great horror that, moments, especially oh, when yeah. he, you know, has his right. arms attached. But like specifically, like Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. I don't know if either of you have seen it. Uh, but I it haven't, goes, and
1: I know that that's another one I need it's, to see. It's
2: so much fun because it just goes maybe 30 not even 30 seconds maybe 10 seconds longer in beats that take it from horror to maybe my favorite comedy of like you know the it just it just these little of like whenever that year came out but just it goes from like little yeah. moments of like just cuz you're staging everything's staging it's all physical set pieces and it's the same thing of like you know a marx brothers or or a looney mm-hmm. tunes or whatever um but you right. just it's just that timing thing of like of 10 seconds if you ha- if you hold a moment a little bit longer your body reaction has a release and it's not tight anymore you get to laugh and that's what these moments right. do and i think he Ari Aster i think does as well i think he threads that line and i'm i would be so excited to see what he does with the comedy
0: yeah like whenever yeah, they walk totally. past and like is that they're like what's are you going to explain the bear and he's like it's a bear it's like okay. that's that's funny. Yeah. That's a great and, like, that's, that's line. A, Are we going to acknowledge
1: line. this bear? It's a bear. Yeah.
2: Just moments of like going, like, is this a pube? And you're like, oh, God. Like, am just having an actual reaction. And like those moments. Yeah. Of just. I will say I a couple <laughs> more criticisms before we do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, like, it? I'm laughing at the moment where like they're doing the May Queen dance. And they're like, I don't speak this language. And it's like, You're, I can understand you. <laughs> Just <make this> weird <coughs> twin talk, like you know, drug induced like gibberish. But they're both like, right? Like, it's translated underneath the bottom. Like, I do understand
0: you. It's like that's out of an appetite, film. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we before we do some start maybe a couple Star Wars things before we go to the break. I, I there's a couple like like outside of horror movie analysis things that I didn't super love and like and that my girlfriend talked a little bit too the, the the gender politics of this are a little strange to me especially considering the uh i don't know the ending and sort of like what we're led to try to think of this as it could be right as a feminist narrative in a way um but then like the uh the jobs within the commune are very divided by gender at least it seems and mm-hmm. the whole like Period blood and and pubic hair in their food thing. Like my girlfriend was saying, that's very reminiscent of like the oh yeah those the 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 vagina will bewitch you and it will it will change you and control your mind and like it's so. There's some weird stuff there. I also didn't but love it did. the way. Right, but here's the thing. It literally did, and this <laughs> I, I did say that I was like, it was literally magic though this time. <laughs> and we need to keep in mind that this is they're
2: doing. This is all pageantry. This is tradition. This is going right, back right, right. eons, eons, eons. You know, hundreds, th- hundreds, if not. Thou, you know, a thousand years or whatever back to their earliest okay. iterations. I so think that's something I, I, I didn't realize. Yeah.
0: Is that they're not there all the time. They're not there all the you time. Know? So
2: it's like, you know, the guy in the beard, the guy they come, he's like, yeah, he's a banker during the day or whatever it would be. You yeah. know, um, I think it is. Li- or even if they live in this commune all year round, what they're doing specifically this weekend is not their day to day. You know, because right. yeah, they do, maybe they do, they do, you know, Paleo talks about, yes, they do all sleep together, the younger ones, the older kids raise the younger ones. So they, that's all stuff that they do practice. But, Directly role based is you see women in uh, the height of at the seat of power and the we have the the leader sure. um, she's there we have you know um, they're always the ones who are opening the doors to the next new experience explaining what's going to be happening explaining what's you know oh this yeah. this drink is just for um, it
0: relaxes you or whatever it would be You know, <laughs> whatever it would be but it's also uh, and then also but they also do have to cook yeah. and serve the food and everything and then just two more quick things I didn't love the portrayal of mental illness I think that's kind of weird that, that is they my out of the one. Yeah, my one. They went out of their way to be like her sister was bipolar, and so she murdered her parents. And it's like, oh, (laughs) oh, okay. I thought I was going to talk about. I was talking about that, uh, and and later mm -hmm. the um, don't love the portrayal of like people with disabilities with the sort of like magical soothsayer incest, uh, product of incest, uh, person who is like differently able because either way, it's like, okay, are we treating them as a monster, or are we treating them as a like divine because either way it's not, not really good. That is the one
2: thing where I think he leaned into going, uh, this is just a trope in horror films, especially like mm, in like the sure. grindhouse horrors of like seventies and the early eighties of uh you know, he he could have had he you know, he elephant man types type, type yeah. deformities and stuff. Like these were these are classic um archetypes that yeah, they don't sit well now but in the context of the film i think i think that that is the thing of them all of it all that villainizes this group um obviously yeah. other things but like if if you take that out of it i could see myself sitting there going like well yeah they they're old and they sacrifice themselves this is what they do uh in the director's cut there's a second you you don't get to see the the uh, second um ritual uh in the regular in the theatrical cut in the director's cut it is uh they do this big kind of Uh, song and dance about uh throwing in uh good uh stock good meats good uh vegetables and stuff into the river and they go oh though god is still angry we need to sacrifice something else and a little boy walks up and you just watch danny going like well no and he's got like they put weights on him and stuff uh and she's like no we have to they're gonna kill a kid now like this this seems almost and then they go Oh, the God is sac- is is satiated. We don't have to sacrifice him. And then they all applaud like the little boy, uh, who it's like a, playing a role. Um, it's a real, it's a real Abraham and Isaac situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that one, that one is really you can feel the kind of Sunday school play vibes of like even the adults are playing like, who should we get to go in the water? <laughs> like it's just very, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, um I, the and the only other thing I'll say about that is that like. I feel like that character didn't – or the the, the the sort of disabled character had really no – didn't have much of a point to the plot in general. So it was kind of just like, see? All right, moving on to the next thing. And I was like, why did we int- – why was it introduced at all? Like, which, I don't know. Again, we I should think probably it's... say a couple of Star Wars things before we – I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, one Star Wars thing that I have in my head is – um, so, so the thing I think I like the most about this movie is – the sort of display of like group empathy yeah for you know when the guy the man of the two falls off the cliff or jumps off the cliff and lands on his leg and he's like writhing in pain they're all like moaning in pain too and like when um obviously the like famous kind of crying scene when when Danny's crying in the house with all the twin beds and then all the other women are crying with her like in exact like rhythm and like the even yeah. the, the the women in the like sex ritual are doing this sort of like sing-songy version of like a like a pleasure moan you know mm. like all in unison like the the oh and, and then of course when they set the the yellow triangle on fire everyone's running around like they're being burned and and it is like i i guess a, I think that's a very interesting idea, like a collective empathy. And B is it's it's the force, <laughs> <laughs> like being able to like feel someone else's feelings. You know, like sure. search your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the uh, the entire commune is force sensitive. That's actually, you know, what's funny is this. It did have we we've, t- we've talked about it before on the show. Um, and don't worry, guys, the game will be pretty short, so we won't go too long. <laughs> uh, we've talked about it before on the show, like. If you can uh, take, put Star Wars above the title and like, would people believe it was a Star Wars movie? I don't necessarily think so, but there's shots Mm -hmm. of this and parts of this where I feel like if you showed the commune divorced from context, you could convince people that it is a Star Wars planet. Oh, you could it's.
2: Yeah, uh, Anakin and Padme aren't riding around that big pig thing on
0: Naboo, right next to that place. Yeah, Come on, yeah.
1: totally that like not like airbag animal. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> it's all it's all um, one biome. It's daytime yeah, all the time. They have cool it's little a lot costumes. Like,
1: it's a lot like Octo, where all those um, like fish nuns live. You know, like just like, like little I mean, Or it's it's a lot like what's... a lot of environments. In fact, I I was reminded also sort of of the Ewoks, like. Yeah, they probably have a weird ritual suicide thing in their <laughs> culture. One hundred percent. I also <laughs>
2: was reminded by, and I also this I should get this on the record. I also uh, greatly detested uh, the rise of Skywalker, but yeah, that moment movie. of uh, the yes. um where they go to the uh kind of like the the rave, the outdoor rave, and like with the yes. weird the colors, the oh, colors yeah. and stuff, and that the co- know, when they
0: go on a color run, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> when they do the tough mutter, uh, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> uh, One Star Wars thing, it in this in this actually is maybe it's up there for my favorite moment in the film, um, because it is the crescendo of my favorite track on the soundtrack, uh, Fire Temple, mm-hmm. uh, when the uh, Harga Elder takes out like the honey, and you think it's medicinal medicinal honey, and he goes, "This will you won't you won't feel any pain if you take yeah. this." Yeah. And then the guy immediately starts to wail in pain because he's burning alive. I right. was like, mm-hmm. Jedi mind trick right there. Look, he convinced him. He's like, "You're not gonna, f- you won't feel any pain. I won't feel any pain. Yeah. Uh, uh, nope, you will. Uh,
0: just
1: yeah, that was straight up rude.
0: <laughs> Very mean, mean spirited. That's a, that that elder actually had a grudge against that guy. That's what I don't show you. Is that the other guy did get the medicinal one, but that guy was like, he's like, "Fuck <laughs> you." Dude.
1: To be honest, the only other Star Wars thing I have is like the trope in all the Star Wars movies of the the like right to left sort of comic book style art that shows how to um, yeah mm-hmm. get someone to love you with your pubes and menstrual blood. Like you see that over and over in Star Wars. So yeah, yeah. I, I and also that that once was, again like, very among funny
0: <laughs> among the Ewoks, it is another very Ewoks. Thing <laughs> yeah, that they do. Yes. If you if you cut away to the right uh, in during Yub Nub in Return of the Jedi, you'll see a bunch of Ewoks jumping off of cliffs. Uh, it's upsetting, <laughs> very upsetting. Totally. But he but George changed that in the special editions. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the baddies all wear white. Mm. Mm.
1: Oh, that's actually a good point. There's also just mostly white people. Oh, oh yes, yeah. we
0: forgot we forgot about. There's one black person. And yeah, there they, you go. And there's one female protagonist. I didn't, ex- I didn't mean to have that sound like I was excited
2: that there was one. I was excited <laughs> that you. No, I, I didn't know. notice we, that we, until now. But <laughs> we
1: find ourselves having that same dilemma a number of times. Like here's a, something that gets at a lot of points in our eyes.
0: <laughs> Wait, it's no, a no, bad. No, no,
1: no. Because like our scale is yeah, yeah. bad. It's a
0: bad. It's a bad thing, but it is a very <laughs> Star Wars thing. There yes. there is a core group. Yeah, there's like one girl in the core group. There's one black guy in the core group. and it's a very tall sidekick to the potential Han solo <laughs> Rick. <reek>. Uh <laughs> yes. There's a queen. There's a queen. Old ritual. Also so, something that's not Star Wars is I don't think you, you don't see very many female bad guys or females in, mm-hmm. in uh like in power in general aside from like General Leia and Mon Mothma, but yeah, most of your most of your imperials you see are normally men, mm-hmm. so the fact that the Batman and they have or the European accents, yes, <laughs> yes. That 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 was there. Was, <laughs> there was a couple times this movie where I was like, "Man, Swedish Swedish Chef is funny," and so, <laughs> you know, like just occasionally, I was like, "Some of the times the way they talk in English is funny to me," and I think it's because of the Swedish Chef.
2: Yeah, he, there's that Muppets now that's on Disney Plus that yes uh they're really touch and go but any i watch the pepe the king prawn sketches and i like any swedish
0: chef sketch and those two are those are always 100 <laughs> swedish <for> me. chef <laughs> swedish chef never misses uh yeah. if you guys haven't watched that yeah, one where he makes totally. popcorn on youtube and you turn on the captions it's incredible <laughs> go do it it's fantastic uh
1: i will be looking that up
0: should, do we want to um, does anyone else have any star wars should we... things should we go to the break real quick
1: I think we should probably jump into the Sarlacc pit and then play this game because we're already running pretty long.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're running pretty long, but we'll be. We'll, yes, yeah, so let's
1: let's, let's jump into the pit and play a game.
0: Great. We. <gasps>
1: <gasps> we love you, and may
0: the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hazries listeners. It's Josiah and, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of a show. But we have Merch. We've got several cool designs in our tea public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs?
1: Oh, we got Star Wars is Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones.
0: They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the House Star Wars is a Store on Tea Public.
1: And it helps support the show.
0: That's right. B- Bye, Bye, babies. How
1: Star Wars is it? And we're
0: back. And we're back. Yeah. And, um, I've
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I've got. Can the you game get this Josiah? Week. Can you get that clean, and then we'll put that in all of our episodes? <laughs> yeah, please. If you want
0: to download uh, that ringtone? of... <laughs> Stephen Kropa does Howard Dean. <laughs> So uh this uh game is called This is My Baseball/Midsummer Slash RPG.
1: So oh um
0: Steven, I, you've done a couple of podcast RPGs in your day. Um and you are still cur- and you are currently doing some of those. Yes. So some things that we do on this game a couple sometimes is uh one time I made a D20 system of uh, to play baseball uh for Mike and another guest Ethan Ethan Krupp. And I've occasionally returned to that well and tacked on other stupid things on top of it. So Do I need uh, a d20. You need a d20 and I <laughs> knew you'd have one handy. <laughs> uh so I th- I thought in honor of uh Steven's mini uh, RPG pro- projects we were going to play our little baseball midsummer RPG. Can I tell you the so- d20 that I selected is from my A24's
2: Green Knight RPG Ooh. that they released uh before the movie ever came out.
0: Beautiful. Wow. It's all it's all coming together. <laughs> there was so, a tweet okay. I saw
1: one time that was like, "Oh, just found out that A twenty four stands for a twenty four year old thinks this is the only movie production company." <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. All right. So the way this game works uh, uh, is that we will have three innings because uh, it takes because mm-hmm. baseball is too long, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially there's only two stats, and that is offense and defense. Okay. <laughs> so um. You and you get to choose your team name. Now Ooh. Mike has a team that is a legacy team at this point. Yeah,
1: I'm sort of stuck with it.
0: And uh so Mike, we go ahead and let let Steven yeah. listen So know?
1: so you know how basically every baseball team is a bird. So my baseball team is the Mike Robbins.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's correct. <laughs> Which is so dumb. Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> so Steven, you can pick whatever team name you like. Uh no. past team names have included the Tatooine Moons, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Uh, and the Mike Robbins. So whatever team name you'd like uh, for your I baseball team, I will do the. Because uh, I didn't know if I had to be on theme, but I won't
2: do anything on theme. I'll Academy? do no. I'll do the first two words that came into my
0: head, which were the Italy X Men. <laughs> the Italy X Men. Okay, great. Yeah. It's kind of like those. Uh, oh that, my god! <laughs> Italian, that Italian Spider Man show, but it's uh, the Italy X Men.
2: Yeah. The canon of
1: our baseball teams now, each each name is uniquely funny,
0: (laughs) and also also all of them except the Mike Robbins have copyright problems. Uh, Right (laughs) here specifically with Italy. Yes, (laughs) yes, you cannot say Italy. Very litigious. Right. So uh, to jog the memory of the listeners and to tell Stephen, the way this works is we're going to roll the offense and defense will both roll a D twenty at this at the same time. If the hitter gets higher than the pitcher. Uh, or if the, you know the offense gets higher than the defense, then they get uh, a hit, and then the number they rolled will determine if it is a single, a double, a triple, or a home run. Um, so one to ten is a single, eleven to fifteen is a double, sixteen to nineteen is triple, and a nat twenty is a home run. Uh, or you know, if it gets higher than a twenty, it's a home run. If the pitcher rolls a twenty, it's an automatic strike. One strike and you're out because otherwise it takes too long, and uh, that's pretty much it. So would you? real quick guys you have uh three points to put into offense or defense which will be your your floating modifiers so mike i don't remember which one you prefer but which would you like
1: oh i don't remember either maybe i think this time i'm just gonna throw all of them into one i'm gonna
0: put all of them into offense into hitting and uh steven you've got three points you can you can split them up in offense or defense i'm gonna Um,
2: nullify his uh by also doing
0: three points into offense <laughs> great, great So we've got a really off it. Okay, so Alright, welcome to the annual Midsummer in Sweden Baseball Championships mm-hmm. Alright So this is a baseball game tournament That takes place on the longest day of the year In Sweden Because The sun is out all day And you never run uh. out of light So if you tie a bunch and have to go into extra innings, it's okay, because it's always daytime. (laughs) Uh So these championships happen every year, and they're kind of weird, but not that weird. But every 90 years, they're really weird. (laughs) And this is the 90-year one, so it's going to get a little crazy. Um, Also, no one's ever heard of this festival before, but the people running it live in Sweden and have children that go out into the real world and come back and have been doing this festival forever, but somehow still no one's heard of it. Anyway, here we go. Let's see. (laughs) I'll stop being passive aggressive at how I didn't like the movie. (laughs) All right. So first uh, things first, I need you both to roll a D20. And uh, this is to decide something that is entirely uh, that is related, but um, it's not baseball related.
1: I got a 12.
0: I rolled a 6. All right, Mike, so you got higher, which means you are a shitty boyfriend-slash-partner. Um, <laughs> and, Stephen, you got the lower, which means you had a tragic event recently in your past. But what am I in the game? So, Mike, you're going to get an extra plus three to offense because you, you're really offensive and you suck. <laughs> and, uh, Stephen, you're okay. going to get a plus three to, to defense because those walls have been built up very high by this tragic uh, event. Yes, okay. All right, so – here we go. It's the first inning. before this game even starts, you are offered drugs. all right before the <laughs> before it even starts, you're offered drugs. Do you take them? You're told that you won't get a bad trip and that it's very chill.
1: I mean, I'm going to. yeah.
0: yeah, of all course. Right. okay, great. All right, you both take drugs. Immediately, you're out do it. you're in a very bad trip, and it's not <laughs> fun at all. So go ahead. You're gonna you're gonna both take a negative five to all rolls now. So there's gonna be some <laughs> floating modifiers here. But let's go ahead and start the first inning. Uh, Mike, I'm gonna uh, let's see. Uh, both roll again real quick. D twenty. Let's see who gets to go first on offense. Okay, I got a seventeen. I rolled an eleven. All right, so Mike, you're on offense first. So let's go. Go ahead and. Uh Steven you're rolling for defense, Mike is rolling for offense and let's do that first roll.
1: <laughs> so
0: I got a 2 minus 5 plus 6
1: so I got a 3.
0: <laughs> uh 12. All right, so that is a uh, strike, which means I know. Pre- <laughs> but that which means you're out and possession changes because if we do three strikes, it takes too long, yep. as I've learned in previous games. So, Great. go ahead and roll now. Uh, Steven's on offense and Mike's on defense. Okay. So go ahead and roll those numbers.
1: Okay, so I'm totaling out to a seven. <laughs>
0: Great. Uh, I'm not doing my math, so I rolled fifteen. You rolled fifteen and then you got uh you're on o- offense plus eighteen minus five is thirteen. So you still beat him, you get one point so the, In Italy, Italy, X-Men. the Italy X Men have one run. Uh go ahead and roll again. We gotta roll till we get a strike. The team that all
1: the other teams hate and fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> roll again. Uh, okay, for Okay, so what's a ten? What's all the math? <laughs> so Mike, you're on defense, right? So yeah. you're just you're you're just a solid ten minus five right now. Yeah. So you, great. you're just minus five. So okay, five for Mike. Twelve. Twelve total or 12 before Tell me what the math.
2: If you want me to do the math, but I'm, oh yeah, I you're good. No, 12,
0: yeah, like, uh, you're on uh, offense. offense. So plus three. <laughs> Minus, minus five, five, so minus two. <laughs> so you still beat Mike. Two right. runs with the Italy X Men. Yes.
1: Oh, so a hit is a run. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, sorry. Oh, I okay, forgot straight. to do that other thing. I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> the, the with with all the math that's happening right now, I don't think there's ever a possibility for anything more than a single.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we'll say the bases are loaded right now. Uh for the, <laughs> Two bases, great. Yeah, two bases are loaded. (laughs) Go ahead and roll again. I forgot my own rules in my game, which also happens every time we do this. All right, so I'm doing all my math here. I'm totaling out to a one. (laughs) Uh, I
2: rolled a thirteen.
0: All right, you still beat Mike. So bases are actually, uh, you have one run now, and you got two people on base. (laughs) If I'm doing this correctly, (laughs) so they're loaded. It is a two-base system, by the way, right? (laughs) (laughs) yeah and where's
1: the three fence in this one
0: (laughs) luckily there's no three fence uh this time all right uh mike please roll something higher so we can go to the next inning
1: i rolled a 16 so 11 pretty good yeah i rolled a
0: two so all right there it is possession (laughs) changes the X-Men have one run uh after i accounted for the errors i made okay So the second inning, oh oh guys, two of the referees jump from the tallest part of the stands and they <laughs> kill themselves. The and referees. a few, <laughs> and a few members of both of your teams are missing. But uh, gotta keep going. Uh-huh. Gotta keep going, right? So um, for this next round, because there's no referees, you can cheat. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Once per uh, matchup, you can reroll a die, but you have to do it before you both reveal it. So if you get a low number that you don't like, you can just reroll it. Uh, okay. Great. All right. Oh shit! So I'm hitting again. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, you've you've worn off at of the drugs now, so everything oh. is just your normal your uh, normal okay. uh, things. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, so I, if I recall, have like a plus six on offense. Yes.
0: Correct. All right. I got has a, a plus three to seventeen total. Oof. All right. Five total. All right. That is going to be a triple for, the, for the Mike Robbins. Uh, go ahead and roll again.
1: I'm cheating and re-rolling. Oh, great. Wow. I went from a one to a two. So I got a eight. <laughs> I
2: got okay. a one and a two together. I rolled a 12. Oh,
1: shit.
0: There it is. That's a – you were so close to scoring, but that's a strike. And we're on to the third inning. Va- or no, sorry. We're no, on to the odds. Steven's on offense now. Steven's yeah. on offense. Yeah. Possession changes. Alright. Alright, five. I'm rolling it. A- <laughs> Roll a twelve. There it is. Alright, you got on second? Yeah, you're on second base. Fifteen. Three. Ooh, and that's an out. Alright. Oh. Well, the score is still one-zero for the Italy X-Men. <laughs> Famously score low-scoring game in the uh this the, the midsummer baseball championships. Okay. So Let's see. The high the high Steven has the higher score right now. So, Steven, that means you're the May Queen. <gasps> so, you have a huge dress of flowers that will give you negative 3 to all your rolls. <laughs> so, your bonuses are are canceled out now because you had plus 3 to both. Okay uh and mike you actually have this new creepy girl on your team who uh wants to have sex with you <laughs> and has made you eat and drink her hair and bodily fluids so you don't know if that'll help or not but she's on your team now okay. all right um anyway it's time for the third <laughs> inning all your friends are gone you're the only one on each of your team but like i said before it's the suck cost fallacy so we might as well see this one through gotta finish the game and you do find out that if you lose this game, you will be on the docket to be sacrificed, uh, and that the winner of this game gets to decide if you get killed or not. So, Uh-oh. just that might up the stakes a little bit. Yeah, but I do want that bear costume. <laughs> so that's I don't. True. You do I get haven't the free l- bear
1: costume. <laughs> I haven't lost any uh, uh, multipliers or whatever, right? Or added points. No,
0: you are still plus six to offense, but that's the only thing you have right, right. now. And I you just, also have this. I just weird swung a twenty-two. <laughs> Woo! Am I? Wait, I'm
2: offense. I'm defense right now. I guess you're defense right now. Yeah,
1: because yes. we're in the top of the third.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> how about you a nine? Think, right? or, yes. Uh, yes, yes. All right. So you got a nine, Steven? Yeah. Well, that's going to be a home run. So that's one run uh-uh. for uh, the Mike Robbins. It is now one to one. Get oh. it together, X Men. <laughs> oh, boy. 18. So what's that? A 24. Triple. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, 16. Damn. Damn, that's two runs for the Mike Robbins. <gasps> but I look wow. good doing it, So You look really good. Yeah, you're the May Queen, so yeah. it, it hurts to look good sometimes. <laughs> Roll again, everybody. Nine, so 15. Oof, one. Damn, the Mike Robbins coming from behind. <laughs> oh, my God. What's
1: that, a tr- double?
0: That was a double, yeah.
1: Uh-oh. 19, so what's that? 25. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 12. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, really, it hurts to be the May Queen in this point. All right, go again.
1: So that was two runs batted in. So now what? Eighteen plus six is
0: twenty-four. Oh my God! Okay. Four. Oof! All right,
1: and uh, let's keep
0: going. Total nineteen. 13. Jesus. Thirteen. All right, and uh, so what is that? Five to one with someone on third. I'm gonna say that's right. All right, go ahead and go again. Uh, two. So eight. Uh-huh. Thirteen. There it is. Finally, possession changes. Okay. Steven, yeah. you have to you have to get 4 points to tie. Okay. And Mike and has what's no the bonuses pube to do to me. <laughs> um you'll find out. So uh, oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead and roll 15. Oh, 12. Okay, Mike, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to roll again and take the lower one because all you can think about right now is sex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The lower was 13. What would you
1: get, Steven?
2: 12.
0: (laughs) Well, you still managed to figure it out even with that raging boner. So, uh... So, Mike, the Mike Robbins win this game five to one. So, Mike, wow. you are not the May Queen, but you do get to decide if you will sacrifice Stephen, who in this situation is someone you do know and have a relationship with and have known mm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Or if you will sacrifice one of these random people that you don't know.
1: I feel as though it would be um, rude to my host city to sacrifice sure. one of them, having only just met them. So I guess I'm going to have to sacrifice May Queen Stephen. <laughs>
0: okay, great. Joke's well, on
2: you. I have Darwin's powers, so I will just survive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will not <laughs> catch on fire. You will get like a stone skin. Yes. Was well, he the, the Italian
1: X- X- X-Men?
2: <laughs> no. Famously. <he> just, yeah. <laughs>
0: he was. No, the the only Italian X-Men was actually Galileo. Uh, Mario. Pa- <laughs> and Mario. <laughs> Uh, also famous drug user, Mario. So <laughs> the Italy X-Men, short-lived but powerful run. They made it to the championships, and, but they did get defeated by the, the Mike Robbins who have a long-standing history of, I can't remember if they've won before, but they have played I know that
1: I plummeted to my death off the Burj Khalifa at one point, <laughs> and uh, yep. I can't remember yeah, that's what true. else has happened to me. So,
0: so Stephen, don't worry. All of the Mike Robbins did die before, and so the Italy <laughs> X-Men could come back because okay. uh, this is like, once again, it's like the X Men. You know, death is a revolving door. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, that was my midsummer baseball at RPG, mm-hmm. and uh, let's get into the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So, are you honored to have won that baseball game? Mike? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am honored to have won that baseball game.
1: Um. Okay. So. We need to put the wheels down and land this thing but um what what other pieces of the movie either do we need to talk about just to like address that that's that's the tricky thing about the show is like yeah. in things that we have like an understanding that like maybe a lot of people haven't seen this like um uh, tiny tunes how I spent my vacation or the idea <laughs> yes. of veggie tales like we felt mm-hmm. like we sort of had to explain them whereas this like I felt like we sort of were able to just jump right in with the assumption that maybe people have seen it but are there other pieces of this movie that feel like they need to be called attention to or
0: mm-hmm. do we just
1: go straight into like any other Star Wars connections that we have <laughs>
0: I feel like we covered a decent chunk of it. It's very like we said, it's very well made. The cinematography is fantastic. I think that is a Star Wars connection in general because at its best Star Wars has very good cinematography, but also mm. st- it doesn't sometimes too. Yeah, sometimes it's and very this,
1: like static. Yeah.
0: This movie is very 100% across the board excellent visuals and Star Wars <laughs> yeah. is like not always that way with it, especially like you know the mileage varies from movie to movie there were mm. four movies that came out in twenty
2: nineteen that I like jokingly said like this if there wasn't a star wars this this year, this would be my star wars uh this mm. was one of them <laughs> uh little greta Gerwig's Little Women was one of them, yeah, uh, no bombback's marriage story was one of them, and then uh bong joon ho's uh parasite mm-hmm. uh, and they all parasite, yeah. brought me so much more joy.
0: Than oh the God. actual Star Wars movie that we got here. <laughs> yeah, I, *Parasite* was *Parasite*. I think was I had the experience that that you're talking about, Stephen, for 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 Midsummer, where I was like, I left and I was just like, I can't stop thinking about it. And like what you oh, said, like yeah. I was like, I'm thinking about this movie for for weeks, for freaking mm-hmm. weeks. Can't stop talking about it. Yeah. Um, and same with *Rise of Skywalker*, but I couldn't stop talking about it for the opposite reason. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> Also, Marriage Story made me cry. I'm almost excited to watch that movie again because I've, like, fully erased it
1: from my mind. (laughs) I've seen it. I
2: saw it once in theaters, and for that to be a sentence,
0: I never thought I would say that I saw a Star Wars movie once in theaters. Right. Same. same. I went to see Force Awakens, like, three times because I was just so excited. I saw Last Jedi, I think, twice in the same 24-hour period. (laughs) Yeah, I saw Jedi multiple multiple times, too. It was Yeah, I was just like... And then, yeah, I saw Red Skywalker, and... I you can went, hear it on our episode. It's very sad. Mike I, and I were so disappointed. Well, oh, that's I right. And you had gotten, to gotten talk home to at like
1: two AM or something. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I was in a show in the middle of nowhere and had to drive forty five minutes after the show to go see the midnight premiere. And then I got home at three thirty in the morning. It was terrible. I went to I was out here, I went to the
2: Grom's Chinese Theater where Star Wars had its original premiere. I was yeah. wearing the shirt that I'm wearing right now. I love my space prince, which is uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren, which I do love. Uh, and <laughs> – I was so excited, I got so hyped. There was a woman, an older woman who was next to me. She's like, "I'm here by myself too." I was like, "Great, we'll be buddies." And Wait, and did you marry her too? I did marry her. <laughs> and Tobin is I think <laughs> 17. Wow, 17? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Whoa. Tobin and Gideon. No, I just, you know, I, both of you know I'm a pretty genial guy I like talking to people, especially when by myself, I'm talking to <laughs> people. They're there opening night at the trying I was assuming they're a fan. This woman said, this is my first Star Wars I'm seeing. I was like, okay. What? Uh, We were talking. She goes, I work for Jimmy Kimmel. He goes, you're pretty funny. We should talk after the movie. I was like, okay, I'll keep that in the back of my head. And then at the end of the movie, she turned and she goes, how do you feel? And I (laughs) went, oh, I kind of am like. I don't know what did I just watch. She goes, "Nope, I don't want to hear it. If you didn't like it, I don't want to talk to you." And she got up and left. And I went, "Okay, that's totally fine.
1: I
0: guess I won't be on Jimmy Kimmel."
1: Wow, weird.
0: Yeah, I there was we, we don't have to talk. We shouldn't talk about Rise of Skywalker. No, it'll I make just us had talk to for like 30 uh-huh. more minutes. Had to get that on record. Yeah, no, no, that, no. That's that's one thing I think our podcast can be, Mike, is that we need to get people. We need to let people talk about how much they didn't like Rise of Skywalker because I feel like people after the fact felt like they couldn't talk about as much as they wanted to. And I think that has been an outlet of, mm. of ours mm-hmm. is people can voice. Maybe their, that's their just
1: how feelings. we start introducing
0: guests from now on. Like, okay, yeah. before we get into things, what did you think about? Rise of yeah. Skywalker? I think it's how we start getting guests. We say, <laughs> did you have any opinions on rise of Skywalker that you felt like didn't give enough, get get enough. You didn't get enough of it out. Yeah. You can come talk about it on our show,
1: but okay. Any other, any other star Wars thoughts? The, the only other one that just came to mind is like, I know there's the one shot when they're carrying her and she's standing on the platform and she, like kind of camera right, but in the background, there's like a hidden face in the trees that I, of course, didn't see. But I've since mm-hmm. seen on like Google searches that there's like hidden faces and stuff. But that's my your, my, like my Star Wars connection here is in like the asteroid field. They use like a shoe and a potato as asteroids, and they're like <laughs> hidden in the background. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the same. Is that Star Wars? <laughs> Uh, you know, something we said recently in another episode that I think tracks with this too, is Midsummer feels very art, arts, not artsy. That's like a like sort of seems like it's a derogatory term, but it, it feels like a more artistic film that was made with like a certain purpose and vision. And Star Wars in general is more pop art, you know, or like uh I can't remember commercial art, like you have said, I think, Mike, in that mm. episode, but. So that's a big difference for me because Midsummer is a movie, which gives it some points, but it's also <laughs> supposed to be scary. and It's a thriller, and not very many Star Wars movies are scarier thrillers, too. So it's going to be kind of low, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> any more stray thoughts, Stephen?
2: Uh, I don't have any more stray thoughts other than uh, that. I don't know. I, it's there's like any uh, director uh, that is a uh, director and writer that is. Hmm of of modern sensibility they are entirely influenced by spielberg and lucas entirely Mm -hmm. like they're they're doing you know the the dining the the uh like pizza place scene is is essentially the jaws scene you know the jaws compare scars scene but it's emotional scars you know it's um just these little just any just the relationships between you know Earlier in their relationship, Danny and Christian probably argued like Han and Leia, but now this is like what mm. happens when they can't escape each other and go back to being a smuggler. You know, right. this is what happens after Kylo gets uh, kills everybody at the Jedi Temple. You know, they fight with each other and they can't leave. Yeah. Um, so I think I think I haven't watched this with the intent of going. Uh, oh, where did he uh, crib from? Lucas and Spielberg, uh, but Mm. I guarantee you could, and come away with a bevy of things.
1: That's probably true. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. That's probably true about any like modern movie.
0: (laughs) I was reading an uh, article about how there's uh, some like Kubrick references and like uh, inspiration, Wicker Man stuff. So like there is like this is a someone pulling on their influences and their uh, and creating a pastiche as well, which is Star Star Wars. Yeah. Ari Aster went to film school. He
2: is. Uh, he started. He made his own shorts, very much like Lucas, and then you know, uh, had a breakout hit. And now again, that's the thing is like, what he makes next will be really interesting. If he does switch genres, because otherwise, I think he'll be stuck like Lucas, just doing the thing that we loved him doing, just doing yeah. this horror thriller thing.
0: He makes Hereditary, uh, Heredit- Hereditary Part Two, and uh, it's just ooh, the same. Payment's back, baby. <laughs> That's the um, demon from hereditary. Okay, yeah, we have, I need to see it.
1: The only other the other things that we talk about a lot on the show are both music, which we've kind of covered, but Steven, you said that you listen to the soundtrack a lot. Love I wouldn't the score. have clocked it. I mean, I, obviously I was aware there was music, but it's not something like with like uh like icon themes, like to at when least it my Christian- knowledge
2: when it crescendos at the end mm-hmm. uh, with literally fire temple theme is like, I work out to it. It's like a hype song for me. Damn, it's hell something yeah. that I listen to like before I go to bed. It's like, it covers every base and it is very much has, which I can do with like, you know, I'll write to it. I write to scores, uh-huh. um, you know, and if I want to get a certain amount, a certain type of, Thing out of me, I'll put that on, just like I'll put on Williams. yeah nice. Williams. On.
1: Okay, okay, so that's points, I think. That's yeah. points. And then the other thing that we say all the time is: is there sneaking around? And oh yes, I there's would say there's definitely sneaking, sneaking around. around.
2: Yeah, there's multiple.
0: The whole movie is a sneak around. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think it's gonna be for me. It's uh, it's it's like mid low, but we should we should give it a rating. Yes. So we the show,
1: we each episode we pick a unit of measure. You okay. know, like one out of ten. If it was a Star um, Wars
0: thing, we'd say maybe Tie Fighters. Yeah, but sure. we
1: are rating let, Midsummer. So
0: yeah. How many pubes in the <laughs> exactly? In the, <laughs> okay, great. Exactly. <laughs> pubes in the cake. Does this get? Uh, yeah. Uh, cake. I'm gonna pubes. do uh, pu- I'm gonna do pulls from a vape pen. Mm. <laughs> okay, and Cause I'm gonna do
1: ticks. Because <laughs> that the gets mentioned bit. offhanded like once. <laughs> like everybody the tics had some tick story. All right, so we got pube, uh, pube cake. Pube oh, I was pube. like, well, oh
2: yeah, I'll stick with that. I wasn't. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, you Steven, can do you whatever you want. You're not locked into that. But you can do whatever you want. It's your show,
2: man. If you want me to lock into pubes and a cake, I will lock into pubes and a cake. <laughs> we
0: actually make everyone do pubes and a cake, regardless. I of did. Movie. I
2: did listen to the in and of itself episode, and I was uh-huh. like, I don't know where this is coming from, but yeah, because I watched that. <laughs> but all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm thinking because it is a movie, it follows a narrative structure that is like identifiable. That is like probably the strongest ties. It has the Star Wars. We covered a lot of ground, but like I'm going to, I'm thinking like really middle of the road. In fact, possibly just a little tad under the midway point. I think I'm going to give this four out of 10 ticks.
0: You're insane. Um, (laughs) You're absolutely insane. No, I I was thinking like a three, so I'm going to give it three, uh, which is not that much lower than yours, (laughs) Uh, just because we've done concepts before and those are like very low. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a three pulls from a vape pen.
2: I will. I'm gonna go right between you two, um, just because of the stuff we've just talked about mm-hmm. and the half star, half star, half cube <laughs> pull uh, bump from Jack Rayner almost being Young Han Solo yes, and yes, not yes. fully being. So I would give this three and a half
0: pubes and a cake. Hell yeah. Yummy yummy. But if I was well, giving there it a you rating. Have it. <laughs> we got three and a half ish. It's well no, it's three and a half is yeah. the average. So yeah. um we should probably wrap up. Uh totally. let's see. Steven, where would you like people to go to see things? Uh, follow me on social at Cropa Cabana
2: on all the platforms. A
1: great Twitter follow.
2: Uh thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Choice, thank you. choice uh, follow. My name is not on there. I'm Phoebe Bridgers I, Right. it is my profile name but my picture is there so you should know that's me Um, I am uh, you can hear me play more games on the one-shot network uh, on the neo-scum podcast uh, and I have a my own role-playing game that I wrote about uh, that's also horror-based called please make sure the bathroom is respectable please uh, (laughs) which is a two-person narrative role-playing micro-RPG uh, based on my experiences living with a 70-year-old
0: uh, woman in Manhattan Beach.
1: Wow! I'm just, go and, I'm just googling that right now.
0: <laughs> awesome! And uh, you can find our stuff and me and Mike stuff in the show notes. But the show is at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we had a TikTok go <laughs> semi-viral, so go uh, get us to a thousand followers on there. It'll be great. And, Mike, any toy videos coming out soonish? One or no? will
1: be, hopefully, soon. I've got the molds made, so I've, I've been, like, piecemealing putting it together. It's taken me weeks. But, yes, check out my YouTube, I guess.
0: <laughs> and all that info's in the show notes. So, uh, it's about time for Tubby Bye-Bye. I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Stephen, at the end, we always say, um, like we always say, uh, we love you. So if you want to say it with us, you can say, we love you, and may the fourth be with you. Um, uh-huh. so feel free to say that with him if you want if the spirit moves you yeah. but you don't have to yeah alright so like we always say we love you and may the fourth be with you <laughs> and if you want that as a ringtone of Steven saying that um, you can also check out our iTunes store yes do you guys remember buying ringtones on our like, iTunes
1: our iTunes store <laughs> <laughs>